Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Top podcast. This is episode 97 for the 26th of Adar Aleph in a leap year. And today we are continuing chapter 32, the love chapter, as I like to call it. It's probably the most famous chapter in Tanya, and it's all about loving your fellow Jew and how we do this, the importance of it and all that stuff. And so today, before we begin, once again, a pretty short section for today, this this chapter is divided up into six parts for this leap year. I want to begin with a little anecdote that happened a while back that was related to me by the girl that it happened to. So she, this girl was what's known as a Balchuva. So she was in the process of becoming religious and she had recently moved to Crown Heights. I think she moved from California, if I'm not mistaken. And she was just getting into things. She really came from no- nothing. She had zero Jewish background, knew very little about anything Jewish, anything at all. But she was slowly learning, slowly getting into things, really taking her time in a very healthy way, I think, from an outside perspective. And one of the things that was really new to her was the idea of dressing modestly. So the idea of you know wearing skirts, wearing dresses in general, wearing long sleeves, these were things that were really, really, really new to her. And so she very strongly and proudly started doing this and she started actually wearing dresses and skirts and and dressing a little bit more modestly but of course it is a process and especially for somebody who's really really new to it it's not always going to be perfect on the first try (laughs) and so her skirts were still not necessarily all really of the sufficiently long length for modesty purposes maybe she wasn't so comfortable wearing full tights or full coverings for her legs, whatever it is kind of thing. And something happened to her that was really very, that affected her in a really negative way. And I thought it really is a very good lesson for everybody to hear, especially in light of what we're going to be learning about today, where basically she was walking on Kingston Avenue one day and Kingston Avenue, for those of you that are not familiar, is like a very, it's it's the main street in Crown Heights where there's a lot of foot traffic all the stores are there and things like that and so she's walking down the street and a woman comes up to her and approached her and started basically criticizing the length of her skirt and (laughs) this really affected her in a really negative way because here she is trying so hard like if this woman would have known where she came from if this woman would have known that two weeks ago she was probably wearing pants uh, probably wearing much shorter skirts and much shorter tops and things like that I doubt she would have given her the same criticism. So she, this woman that was approaching her made the false and wrong assumption that this was a religious girl who was being rebellious and wearing a shorter skirt instead of recognizing the fact of 
no, wow, this girl actually, it's actually very admirable that she's wearing a skirt at all and that she's really, really trying. And so this is the lesson of today's Tanya. This is what we're going to learn about. So the way this is going to come up is because we've been learning so far in this chapter all about the importance of loving our fellow Jew, really seeing how we are all in in essence one and unified and everything like that. And so now here, the ultra rabbi is going to kind of preemptively bring up an argument that somebody might have against this, where it comes from the Gemara, where we see a clear statements in the Gemara in Masechet Psachim on page 113b, that if somebody sees their fellow sinning, it's actually a mitzvah to hate them and also to tell their teacher to hate them. So it's like, We've been learning about love, 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 love everybody unconditionally. Every single Jew is just another part of you. We're all brethren and all that stuff. So how do we reconcile this with the statement that we find in the Gemara? So the answer to this that the Altar Rabbi gives is that when the Gemara is giving us this, uh, this telling us the statement that we should hate somebody if we see them doing a sin and tell our teacher to do a sin. So the Altar Rabbi says that there are two stipulations for this that are very important to keep in mind. Number one, when it says that you should hate your fellow, like when it says that when you see your fellow doing a sin, what does your fellow mean? In Hebrew, it's chavero, otherwise known as like friend. It means that they are your fellow, they're their, your equal, your colleague in Torah and mitzvahs. So it's not somebody who is on a lower level than you. It's somebody who is equal and on par with what you know. So you have to make sure, is this person on the same level of you? Should they, in other words, should they have known better? And you have to be really honest and see, is this really the case? And it's not always so simple to see. Like we saw, for example, with the, the girl walking on Kingston Avenue, there was, we don't always know. We think that somebody should know better. Sometimes, no, sometimes they just don't know better and it's not, it's not their fault. And the second thing is that even if this person's on par with you in terms of Torah and mitzvahs, it needs to be that you have continuously rebuked them and continuously pointed out what they're doing. Because sometimes people do things inadvertently. We don't realize what we're doing wrong. Sometimes we need somebody from the outside to point out like, hey, wait a second. I don't know if you realize what you're doing. If both of these things are at play, if the person is both your equal in terms of Torah and mitzvahs, and you have told them numerous times, that is when you are allowed to hate them. And as we'll see later on in the chapter, it's actually not even so simple with these kind of people. <laughs> so even with these kind of people, it's not so simple that we should go ahead and just, it's not like a carte blanche to go ahead and hate these people. It's a little bit more complex than that. But for today, we're really just going to focus on that. So the focus is on how when we see this statement in the Gemara, it's a response to the statement in the Gemara that says that if you see your fellow sinning, you should hate them and tell your rabbi to hate them. It's not so simple. And uh, and and there are a few stipulations that need to go into that. So let's get into the text to see how the Altar Rebbe breaks this down. So the Altar Rebbe says that that which is written in Gemara, as we cited, that he who sees in their fellow that he sinned, it is a mitzvah to hate him and also to tell his rabbi to hate him. This is talking about his fellow, again, his chavero, his, his colleague in Torah and mitzvahs. And he already fulfilled the mitzvah of which means that you, he already fulfilled the mitzvah of rebuking your fellow man. Like we're supposed to rebuke our fellow if we see them doing something wrong. We're not supposed to just stand by. 
and and they are on, and and this person is on par with them with Torah mitzvah. So again, these two stipulations need to be there. It needs to be that you already rebuke them, and they are on your level with Torah mitzvahs. And if nevertheless they still did not repent from their sin, as it is written in Sefer Charedim, then in that case, yes, okay, it's okay to go ahead and and feel hatred towards them. But as we'll see, just don't don't take that a little bit, like take a little bit with a grain of salt, because we'll see that even even in that case, it's not so simple to hate them but but the main message that you should take away for today is before judging somebody before feeling a certain hatred towards them even if you feel justified in your hatred take a moment and say to yourself wait a second can I really say with a clear 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 conscience that this person should have known better not necessarily because honestly we actually never know what's going on in another person's mind we don't know their experiences we don't know what led them to where they are today so I kind of feel like it's in a sense impossible for us to say that anybody is on our level is our equal so to speak because our lives are just so different and so varied and if you do come across somebody that you really really feel like okay they really should have known better have you really approached them? Have you really spoken to them in in an open confrontational way and talked to them about what it is that they're doing, pointed out what they're doing wrong? It's not something, conf- confrontation is not something that most people enjoy doing nowadays. And I think that's kind of a shame in a lot of ways. I think that a lot could be solved if we actually had an open and honest communication, which sometimes involves confrontation with other people. And I think that that's part of what the altar is getting here is rather than holding grudges in your heart, if something's bothering you, if you see somebody doing something that you disapprove of, it's always better to say something, obviously in a nice way and not in a judgmental way, the way uh, that that woman said to the other girl on the street with the skirt, but nevertheless to approach if, 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 feel, if you feel like that it's your place to say something and that there is an opening for that. So we're going to talk about this a little bit more and continue on with this chapter tomorrow. I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Taught project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.